Welcome to Meet Me at the Movies. I am Noel T. Manning II right here uh, on the campus of Cleveland Community College. C19 TV is where you're, uh, you're watching this. Uh, you can also watch this online, c19.tv. Email us at info at c19.tv. Uh, the viewer mail has just been pouring in, but somehow it got really? lumped into the uh, spam filter. And so uh, we probably didn't get, where it belongs. Yeah, so we didn't get a chance to read any of it, but I, I know it's been pouring in. I have no doubt it's been pouring in. Info at c19.tv. Uh, over there beside camera one, uh, that is Brian May, the uh, man. He looked pretty amazing. He is the incredible guitarist, songwriter for Queen. We're really glad to have you here. Your hair is looking a little, little better today. I've never had good hair. I'm, I'm used to your hair being poofy. That's in the, the mornings and when it rains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're looking good, man. That's Greg Tillman. That's Greg Tillman. Uh, Brian May. We, Brian May's on our topic because we're going to talk about the film Bohemian Rhapsody shortly. Uh, but let me, hey, Tim, are you there? Tim, back in studio control. There he is. There's Tim. Good to see you. Look at him. He's playing the guitar, playing the air guitar. Freddie Mercury. He's playing the. Oh, he hurt Freddie his finger. You hurt your finger playing the air guitar. That's a bad thing, man. That's a real bad thing. I do that if I'm in the car. I hurt my fingers because I'm a dashboard drummer. Yeah. And also a steering wheel drummer. Really? B big time. I mean, it is anytime I'm at a stoplight, if there's music going, dude, I am, I am, I am all over. You drink a lot of coffee. Dang it, I just hurt myself. You drink a lot of coffee? <laughs> I don't. I just, I'm just a happy guy. What's I'm that just, like? Well, being happy? Yeah. Well, it's just, from looking okay, at think, stop think of you and then the opposite of that on a regular basis. I still can't remember. I have a good imagination, but not that good. <laughs> but yeah, I'm a, I'm a pretty happy guy, but I, I am, I'm a dancer without a doubt. Um, yeah, I, I do the air guitars. You're going to have to show us a, a, that some week. Well, you know, I am... Um, in my past, I was an award-winning Bojangles dancer. I think we've talked about that on the show. Um, I won like a year's worth of free Bojangles. Yeah, man, that was at the, at the Charlotte Hornets game several years ago. So yeah, it was a Bobcats at the time. Bobcats. Yeah, it was Bobcats. Huh? Anyway, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a dancer, award-winning. Dancing with the Stars, ain't got nothing on me. Is there video? <laughs> yeah, there is, actually. You need to bring the video. Yeah, um, well, I recreated it with Thomas, I'll and take so it. there's a recreation. Of I'll it. take it. Okay, I'll send that to you, and maybe we can uh, we can let our viewers check that out. It's too bad Halloween's just ended. <laughs> yeah. It is available on YouTube. Just do a do a YouTube search for Noel T and the Mini Me Dance Machine. That's where you'll find the it. The Mini Me <laughs> Dance Machine. Tim's bringing it up. Tim's bringing it up. <laughs> Mr. Foster. Mr. Foster. Well, we do appreciate you hanging out with us, uh, talking movies each week. Got a lot of films to talk about today. Four new ones are relatively new. They're all still in theaters. That yeah, we're you've been busy. About. Been busy. Uh, and even have some home delivery stuff to talk about. And we're going to give you a sneak peek for what we're going to have next week uh, that we're going to chat about as well. And I'm, I'm heading to New York, I think, uh, before the time this next show airs. Mm -hmm. And so uh, there is a screening for the film called Roma 
with Alfonso Cuaron, and he's going to be. How do you pronounce that again? Alfonso Cuaron. Uh, you like that? Yeah, I like that. Uh, Are you saying it right? It sounds good. You know what? That's all that matters. Uh, okay. You say it like you mean it, and that's all that matters. Uh, but he's going to be in New York at a screening for this film. That's a Netflix release, um, and it's called Roma. And um, so hopefully uh, I'll be able to bring some stories back from that, if, if it all pans out. If it and doesn't, souvenirs. Souvenirs. Um, yeah, I'm, I'll, bring, uh, I'll, bring back the, uh, I'll bring back a star from the Walk of Fame. Oh, mm. that's in L.A. Wrong Hollywood. Wrong Sorry. I, I, I'll bring you back. I don't know something from New York. What do you want oh, from New York, Tim? Souvenir. What do you want? You want some Knickerbockers? Okay, I'll bring you back some Knickerbockers. Sounds good. What awesome. are Knickerbockers? I don't know, but that's what he asked I've for. Heard of them, but so I'm going to bring them. You like them? Your socks. Socks. Okay. Like the New York Knicks? New York Knicks. That's what that's about. Knickerbockers. Socks. Okay, oh, cool. We'll okay. do it. Okay. Well, let's talk about this uh, movie uh, that's about the life of Freddie Mercury and kind of the life of Queen called Bohemian Rhapsody. Huge, huge hit uh, worldwide. The movie, $70 million uh, wow. worldwide in its opening weekend, 50 plus million here in the U.S. for its debut. Really, really solid, uh, solid release for a, for a biopic. Um, especially one that's, um, you know, I think a film about um, a musician like, like Freddie Mercury and Queen, you've got a very focused audience. It's not as a wide as Lincoln, for example. Right. Much wider audience to see something like that. Or I would think, especially with Spielberg at the helm. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, um, I went on a Sunday afternoon to check this out and huge crowds. Um, talking with Lisa at the AMC and others that work at the AMC, and they said this is the movie that people are coming to see. Unlike the previous biopic that was out, First Man. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you and I both saw it, yes. and, and no one was there. No, nobody yeah. was there. Nobody yeah. was there. But this movie is, is just a solid, um, solid look at the life of this guy pre-Queen um, and all the way through uh, the, you know, his... Um, um, not his death, it doesn't go up to that point, but it goes up pretty close. Uh, the, the movie ends, I'm not giving anything away, um, the movie ends with uh, him on stage performing for Live Aid, mm -hmm. which was in 85. Right. And so that's how the movie starts. It starts with him walking on stage and then it cuts to the backstory, and then it ends with about a 15 or 20 minute recreation of Live Aid, which was fascinating, absolutely fascinating. Who will like this movie? Uh, it is a PG-13 film. Uh, it does have some heavy subject matter. Uh, it does deal uh, heavy with the sexuality and the end of, of things that uh, that you see with, with Freddie Mercury kind of coming to terms with with who he is. Right. Um, and, uh, and and coming to, you know, he was married. A lot of people didn't realize that, but no, he was married. And, um, you know, you see that journey of his marriage. You see the journey of him. Um, you know, coming from, um, you know, really being an immigrant, his family came in from, uh, from uh, the Iran area. And so he was, a, in many ways, kind of a first-generation American. Right. And, um, but an immigrant. And you see that aspect of things. You see how that plays out. It was really fascinating to me to, to get this backstory and to kind of see where he came from. I've, I've done a little research, and much of that backstory was accurate. Of course, they... It's a film, so they're going to they're going to you have to take some liberties. Yeah, they're going to take some liberties, but it really was fascinating to see this journey from really a nobody to a name that everybody knew and everybody wanted to be a part of, and everybody wanted to grab onto the coattails and ride along. And because of that, um, you know, Queen's success was in a big part to the voice 
of Freddie Mercury and also the inventiveness of Freddie Mercury and that show too. And you saw just how talented every member of the band was. They weren't just there along for the ride. They right. were all equally talented. You know, one is a, was a, you know, had a degree as a dentist. One, he could have uh, worked on Freddie's teeth. Yeah, could have, yeah. yeah. Uh, but he couldn't, and you find out why, because Freddie actually has more teeth than the average person. That's why his teeth, that's how his mouth was so big. That sounds spooky. It sounds spooky. But it gave him a, a, a larger range, or at mm. least that's what he said, where he could sing. Because his mouth was larger, he could, he could sing with these. No, man, it's crazy how much I learned from this movie. <laughs> but uh, astrophysicist, you know, Brian May was a genius as well. And so you really get a sense of who they were um, as people, too. So it wasn't just the Freddie Mercury story. It was the Queen story. I, I've always been a, a casual Queen fan. Not a huge fan, but remember them very well. And Freddie Mercury, of course, has an incredible voice. But never was a big fan. But I've wanted to see, ever since I saw the first trailer for it, yeah. I've wanted to see this film. Yeah. If for no other reason, because the guy, and I don't know his name, you do, I guess, that played Freddie, yep. looked incredible. Oh, he was, he was amazing. Yeah, he was amazing. If you've uh, ever did seen, he lip sync, I guess? Um, did yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He, but there were a few things he did sing. Yeah. But um, a lot of the tracks were uh, unreleased tracks from okay. Live Aid and things like you. that, too, which was pretty cool. Um, solid, solid film. I highly recommend this. Uh, the story very much follows the Shakespearean tragedy, which I thought was really, really interesting as I looked at it from that concept, because you have somebody rising to power, and they get to the pinnacle of success, and you know they're, they're making that choice, do I go out on my own, do I stay, what do I do with this power? And then you see the, the kind of side characters all wanting a piece of what he has to offer from, from fame and um, he's led astray. Mm -hmm. And you see him being led astray and the impact that has. And then also you see the choices he makes and how that comes back to, to hurt him and to hurt those around him. But there's also uh, some really interesting messages about redemption, forgiveness, and finding your way back. And so just a solid film, really, really appreciated this. And uh, as I said, the last 15, 20 minutes is like a concert. Yeah, uh, it's just watching the recreation of Live Aid, which was was really fascinating. What solid you, A rating. Did, I would say, what did you give it? Yeah, solid A rating. Hey, okay. yeah, solid well, A rating. You don't I, do I, that often. No, I don't. But I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed Bohemian Rhapsody uh, and the number one film uh, for its uh, debut weekend. So recommend checking that out. Yeah. Uh, another film I checked out. This is a family-friendly film. It's called The Nutcracker and the Four Realms. So going from music to music, uh, if you if you like the music of the Nutcracker. Um, you're going to find that scattered throughout this entire film. If you like dancing, uh, especially ballet, you're going to see that scattered throughout this entire film. Can you dance film. like that? That is the one kind of dancing I can't do. Uh, I can do the tango, I can do the macarena, I can do the shakakana, but I can't do ballet. I've I'll tried. bring the tutu if you give it a shot. One I've way. tried. You know, I, I think the... The Rock can do it. Don't ask why. So I have maybe a if The Rock can do it, Tim, yeah, what sure. do you think, man? You think I could do it? No, no. Tim has. He knows. Hey, can Tim do it? Tim, can you do it? No, he can't do it. Uh, I bet Dennis Bird, D Bird, D Bird, D Bird could do it. Yeah, put put a tutu on it. I, I bet that'd be some fun stuff. Well, they've promoted the Nutcracker like crazy. Yep. I hate to think about the marketing budget. Oh, was yeah. for this, and it looks like they put a ton of money. Spent a lot in of money. Film. I don't know. I, you know, I didn't check out the budget on this, but it's not a movie that's made a lot of money. 
But yeah, they spent a lot marketing for it. I don't think they were quite sure the audience they wanted to go go with, but it really is a family film. PG, um, and it's uh, it's got adventure, it's got um, fantasy, uh, it's it's a combination in many ways. Uh, it, it's 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 got this um, Oz meets Narnia meets Lord of the Rings feel to it. Uh, not to that scope, but as far as the themes and the stories and the things that happen, you can see where they probably borrowed from many of those to make to make this movie happen with, with the different characters, different creatures, and the wars and the battles going on between the four realms. The storyline is um, the lead character, uh, the actress's name is Mackenzie Foy. Um, her mom evidently was a queen um, within this land, this fantasy land. She went back to our real world and left the fantasy land, fantasy world behind. And when she did, things started to go wrong. Um, the mom died, which happens in many Disney films. You learned this early always. on. It always happens. Always. And so Mackenzie Foy finds a way, a doorway into this fantasy world, kind of like Narnia through the wardrobe. Right. Uh, this one is following a... Uh, a string that's supposed to lead her to a present down this long hallway and then all of a sudden she goes through this hallway and it opens up into a trunk and there she is a trunk of a tree and there she is in this fantasy world uh, morgan freeman uh, is in this very small cameo role in this Kira knightley is in this as well um, as one of the lead roles uh, it is a film that i think families will enjoy and uh, it's it's not a film um, the audience ratings for this from uh, Rotten Tomatoes, they're not very good. Yeah, I but I think what's happening is I think people are looking at this and not looking at it for what it's not instead of for what it is. Well, you base something on the Nutcracker, which is a beloved right. ballet, but still I think a lot of people may think of it being too highbrow. Yeah, maybe so. Maybe so. But and it's not. It's not. But well, what it does is you see the story within a story because... Um, they're giving you the backstory of what happened within the four realms by showing you um, kind of a pageant. And so the, the, this character, Mackenzie Foy's character is there and they're saying, let us give you the history of the four realms. And so you're sitting there watching the ballet unfold and people are telling her. So I think for kids that have never had an experience with what ballet is, it does a great job introducing it by introducing the story and purpose and reason for all of that, um, but it's also it's also has a good good message about you know remembering where you came from, don't forgetting family, um, not being afraid to take risk, and and also uh, you know listening to those around you for advice and wisdom. I think all those things come out of this, so I think it's a powerful message film um, for families to talk about with their kids. So I really enjoyed it, um, you know, and, and ultimately it's about when you search for answers, sometimes the answers you need are staring at you right in the mirror. And that's a theme that continues on and on and on throughout this. Um, so I'm giving this a B rating, okay. Nutcracker in the Four Realms. It's, right. you know, it's, it's worth checking out if you um, have a family you know, and want to take kids to it. Uh, it's not something, you know, Beth, if I'd taken my wife to it, she probably wouldn't have said, yeah, okay, it was okay, but not really a date movie. Right. But a family movie. Right. Okay. So Nutcracker and the Four Realms in theaters now, uh, a B rating right here. Any other questions about that? No, no. I mean, it yep. looks like a beautiful film. It was. It was it, uh, set design, production design, the music, uh, James Howard, uh, James Newton Howard did the music for this, and uh, just magnificent job at that. 
We'll take a break. I'm uh, going to take an intermission right here at C19 TV's Meet Me at the Movies. I'm Noel T. Man of the Second, that over there, Greg Tillman, behind uh, camera one, and in studio control, Tim Foster, uh, making sure we all know what we're doing, and if we don't, he makes us believe we do. We'll be right back after this. I see a little silhouette of a man. Scaramouche, Scaramouche, will you do the bandango? Thunderbolt and lightning, very, very frightening me. Galileo, 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 Galileo Figaro. Welcome back to Meet Me in the Movies. Uh, Noel T. Manning II here. Uh, Greg Tillman over there beside Camera One and Tim Foster. Hanging out with us uh, in Mission Control. Uh, we're working on recruiting a studio audience. Uh, I'm not sure if, if any of those folks showed up today. I can't no, see I the so. I can't see the studio room. No, so they, I'm not sure. but I they did, didn't, but they're it, coming. I did put on a nicer shirt for today. I appreciate that. I try to dress a little. You I saw me. Well, no, you didn't see me change clothes. No, no, no. That's I saw your I saw your ratty right. shirt, but I, I liked it. Well, yeah, I liked your ratty shirt. Yeah, try try to take it up a notch. Yeah, a I like bit. it, man. No. By the way, we haven't done this in a while. I think we should take a a, a moment and pause and, and thank our sponsors. Okay, uh, who are our sponsors today? Continue on. <laughs> yeah, we we're you know we had some really good sponsors for a while. Uh, we did. Like the, you remember the garbage garbage pill kids? We had those guys. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, you know, wacky Channel Tat. nineteen. If you want to smell like Tim. Right, wacky taffy. Yeah. Um, but uh, but but all those things just Chewbacca hair products. Chewbacca hair products. Yeah. Um, but we don't have any more so we're going to have to work on that we're we going to have to get work a marketing on that. department going yeah we do uh, hey if, if you're out there and you want to sponsor us uh email us <laughs> info at c19.tv that's info at c19.tv i do want to thank uh gardner web radio wgwg also for uh, helping us to provide the, the podcast to, to those listeners out there that want to download it while they're doing their marathons and listen to it over and over and over again that's wgwg.org that happens a lot it happens a lot, from what I understand, from from Mr. Jeff Powell. It does. Mm -hmm. It is. He it's ought to the, know. He's it expert. is. It, he said it is, it is the number one radio show that C19 TV provides them. That's good to know. That is good to know. Yeah. It'd be really bad if we were number two. You know? <laughs> That's our number one. We're number one. That's we're right, Mr. Foster. One. That's right, Mr. Foster. Well, let's talk Which movies, continue that? to talk movies. Uh, we, we reviewed a couple before the break. We did Bohemian Rhapsody and also Nutcracker in the Four Realms. And now we're going to dive into a couple of films that are R-rated. Uh, Nobody's Fool, which is a Tyler Perry uh, film that stars, uh, wow, Tiffany Haddish in this film. She's the big name that kind of leads this. Whoopi Goldberg also um, has a small role in this. Uh, this is not a Medea film. Let's say, when you sent me the rundown for this, Nobody's Fool, I thought, yep. a little late reviewing a, a, a Paul Newman film. No, no, no. Because he had one called Nobody's Fool. That's right. Uh, but not the same movie. Not the same movie. Different movie. Uh, this you is know, Medea and Paul Newman. That, that would be something. A, yeah. But this is not a Medea movie, right. although Tyler Perry is the guy behind it. Uh, yeah. was shot in, in, in uh, Georgia. I feel like shoot most of his films in Georgia. You will see some of the same uh, cast members from previous films, the Medea films, and uh, other films he's done show up. Um, he has the, his own little company, doesn't he? Does. He? I mean, of actors. He does, absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, and this film is, a, it's, it straddles the line between comedy and drama. And it's, uh, the storyline is about this, um, this woman that is looking for the perfect man. She's got her list of, of what the perfect man should be. That's, that's the, the essence of it. She's 
been dating this guy online for about a year, never seen him face to face. Every time they've tried to Skype or do FaceTime, something happens because he's supposedly on an oil rig somewhere that has spotty Wi-Fi. Sounds like a catfishing thing. Sounds like a catfishing thing. And actually, the, the, the host from Catfish and MTV show up for an interesting little segment <laughs> because Tiffany Haddish stars as the sister's um, criminal uh, sister who has been in prison and now she's let out. Uh, she's served her time and now the sisters are back together, um, you know, trying to survive in the real world. Now, um, this, this character looking for the perfect man, um, she has a really great job and uh, she works for this ad agency and she's, uh, you know, she's one of these kind of idea people that comes up with campaign slogans and, uh, and everything that, it, that you need to create um, the campaign buzz. So you've got her and then you got Tiffany Haddish's character, so there's that interesting sibling rivalry conflict going on. In the midst of this, you know, you do see, um, you, you see this, this character looking for the perfect guy who just happens to find the perfect guy next door working at a coffee shop but he can't be the one. So of course, that's where all the conflicts right. happen. And I, I just kind of told you the story. There's not a whole lot more to that. Um, I think um, the movie had a hard time deciding between who was the star and who was not. Tiffany Haddish, you see her for the first bit of the film and you think it's gonna be really, she's gonna have a big part in it. She was really more of a supporting character. Um, the film couldn't decide if it wanted to be funny, if it wanted to have a message what it wanted to be, um, very raunchy, um, R rating, um, solid R rating for this, for language, sexuality, uh, no violence, but, well, there was a little bit of violence. Uh, Chris Rock shows up and his hair catches on fire, but that's a whole different, I love Chris that's Rock. a whole different story. But the movie itself, to me, it just really couldn't decide what it wanted to be. Just unfocused? It unfocused. A few more and, passes in the script? Yeah, I just, uh, you know, uh, I, I think, I think, Ultimately, it was not a film that I was drawn into. It was a huge crowd, and uh, I could tell from the crowd that, that there were folks that really liked this. Mm -hmm. And I think this is uh, probably a film that may appeal to others, but my wife and I just kind of walked out going, you know, it was, it was raunchier than we really wanted to see. Um, not that we want to see raunchy films, but we make sure I make sure. what are you talking about? <laughs> this is cable, I guess but, you can talk about you know, it. Um, but it just, it just, it couldn't decide where it wanted to be, so unfocused is probably the, the best thing for that. So I gave this, you know, C. I mean, that was really about the best I could do. Probably a C minus, but because the crowd was, some of the crowd was enjoying it, I'll give the benefit of the doubt. You know, C. maybe it just wasn't for me, and I tried. I tried. Yeah. That's nobody's full Tyler Perry film. Uh, let's dive into a film that's uh, dive deep into a film that's no about... No pun intended, right? No, pun intended, absolutely. Uh, Hunter Keller is the name of this film. Uh, Gerard Butler, Gary Oldman star in this espionage sub-thriller that focuses on um, a pending war between the U.S. and Russia, um, a Russian coup attempt, and two other storylines that all connect. One storyline is you've got Navy SEALs um, trying to get onto uh, Russian soil to find out if this coup attempt is actually happening and what's going on behind it. Uh, you've also got uh, under, under the water, you've got this submarine thing happening where there was a sub, two subs that had been kind of stranded and uh, one of them was American and one was Russian. And then you've got uh, an American sub trying to do a rescue mission and in the process they realize something nefarious is going on and uh, a Russian uh, captain and an American captain had to find a way to work together.
Sounds like um, Hunt for Red October. Yeah, it does. And then the third storyline is you've got the Situation Room and all that's going on behind the scenes on DEFCON 1, DEFCON 2, all of that. So you've got three different storylines all connected. So it does have a, um, you know, I'd, I'd say a Zero Dark Thirty meets White House Down meets Hunt for Red October, um, all kind of coming together. You know, a, a decent film. Um, it, it, the, the music was great. Sound design was absolutely wonderful. And the story kept me interested throughout, including the interesting characters. I have so, a weakness for submarine films. Yeah. U-571 with Matthew McConaughey. Yep. Uh, Doss Boot. I find the submarines fascinating yep. and terrifying um, yeah. all at the same and, time. And then what, what was it, uh, the Periscope movie with uh, Kelsey Grammer? You love that one See, too, See, that's didn't not you? exactly the same <laughs> <movie>. but... <laughs> Yeah, that's one of my least Having said that, it wasn't bad. But but uh, Hunter Killer, B minus. Hmm. You know, R-rated film. Uh, that's pretty good for Jared Butler. Yeah, 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 it really was. But Gary Oldman, you know, yeah. hey, hey, worthwhile. He can do so, no wrong. There you go, Hunter Killer, B minus. Well, uh, we are about out of, out of time, but I do want to let you know, coming attractions, coming attractions. These are some things that uh, to look for next week. Uh, Greg and I are going to be reviewing a couple of films. Orson Welles is back. It's back. 33 years after his death. 33 years later, the film is called The Other Side of the Wind. Uh, it was a long time in the making. It was his last film. I think principal photography took seven years. Wow. Wow. John Huston in this. Yep. And Peter Bogdanovich uh, really helped usher this in. And uh, really looking forward to us talking about yeah. this next week. As well as the documentary, kind of the making of this, called They'll Love Me When I'm Dead. Yeah. Uh, both of those are available now on Netflix if you want to check those out. But uh, I'm, I'm an Orson Welles fan. Oh, yes. Always have been. Yep. And so, uh, you know, a few years ago, they, they uh, found a way to recreate or, or finish the, the Man of La Mancha Don Quixote that he had been involved in. Mm -hmm. And so I, haven't I, seen I that had either. to see that. And so I'm glad I did. Yeah. But, you know, Orson Welles, I, I think one of the things this uh, movie will do is introduce a new generation. Hopefully. Maybe those who had never heard of the name Orson Welles. There's so many people that even are closer to our age that aren't young. Yep. Uh, probably just think of Orson Welles for doing magic tricks on The Tonight Show. Yeah. Or selling boxed wine. Absolutely. You know, in commercials. And they're, they don't know who yep. Orson Welles really was. Yep. So that's next week. We're going to talk about that. I'm looking forward to that right here on Meet Me in the Movies on C19 TV. I'm going to end this with a quote. Uh, this is a quote from Winnie the Pooh. And the reason I'm doing that is because... Um, Christopher Robin was just uh, dropped for home delivery. Uh, that's a little tag that in there. But this Winnie the Pooh quote, I love it. Uh, Winnie the Pooh says, you know, people say that nothing is impossible. But I do nothing every single day. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Well, for all of us here at C19 TV, uh, Tim Foster back there in Mission Control, uh, Greg Tillman beside Camera One, and uh, all of our viewers, hey, thank you. Thank all seven of you. Mom, until next time, that's a wrap. <laughs>